The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 206th episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And we're back with another action-packed show. We got a full uh, set of guests tonight. And uh, before we introduce suckers. them, let's just... Yeah, suckers. <laughs> voluntold. Uh, you will be on. Before we get into them, let's just talk about what we'll be discussing this episode. Uh, we got a few new games, like Helldiver, Skull and Bones, and some a few other ones. Destiny 2 getting scolded. Call of Duty's massive failure. And then uh, what TV shows and movies we are watching. So, uh, with that, we have a lot of ground to cover. Let's introduce everybody that's on tonight's show. Uh, first off, Grex, how you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? Hey, so tonight I'm drinking a uh, local uh, Ander Adirondack Brewery, uh, Bare Naked Ale. That's their amber ale. Goes down easy. And what am I playing? Black Desert, uh, pretty much. Cod is painful at best, so I've not really been logging on to that. I did try uh, Hawked. And you know, playing around with that, but that game's really best if we can get a, we can get a party going. Solo, that game just I don't know, it just doesn't it's not grabbing me solo, but I feel like it could be a lot better with a with people. That's pretty much it. And so the beer goes down easy. So you're basically it's like a GRG beer. Yeah. Go down easy. Yeah, Never mind. It's the, uh, it's it's the type that gets sold at the glory hole. <laughs> Hey, speaking of beer, um, and it, it's from uh, your your mecca in Jersey, Flying Fish. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Yeah, Flying Fish. Uh, yeah, they apparently went out of business and was sold, or the the building was sold. I just saw it on Facebook. I was very upset because I actually kind of like their beer. But anyway, uh, up next we have Valiant Victory. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? I just pulled another blue moon out of the fridge because we bullshit for too long to start this. And uh, I am getting my MMO fix with uh, Final Fantasy at the moment. Oh, my God. A, a, a new game? Yeah. This is like I'm going to have played in 2024 three different games. Three oh, games. Your right? Xbox must be so confused right now. It's smoking. It is, it's it's going to explode. It's like I've never looked at my hard drive space like ever. Uh, this game is uh, 81 gigs, I think it was. Oh, that's And I'm nothing. like, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, but I'm like, huh, I wonder if I had enough space. You look at COD and you wonder, like, what? where is all this space being used from? All the weapons you don't use. For the greatness that it is. <laughs> also joining us tonight, we have Selden007. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? Hey, it's good to be on the show again. I am drinking a little Montauk Easy Rider. It's their Belgian white uh, style ale that they make. 
Um, I was out there hiking in Montauk and I stopped by the brewery on the way back uh, on Saturday. So picked up a, a variety of stuff from them. So enjoying it. Um, and I'm currently, I'm playing a lot of pal, uh, pal world. Um, it's been fun. I always wonder, it was a big gig that went out like gangbusters and, uh, like I, everyone was started playing that. Is the, is the popularity, popularity kept up or is it? No, they got reports that, slow down? yeah, they got reports that they've dropped like 86% of the player base. So, um, it's uh you know it's it's still like an early release there's definitely areas of the map that aren't finished or where that uh take a little bit of loading up issues and you fall through the map a lot it gets a little repetitive in some areas and the base building's a little wonky you know i've been having a lot of fun with it uh i mean i've been exploring all the areas uh defeated three of the five main bosses um around level 41 now i cannot get into those games uh when i was playing arc i remember like you know, you capture a dinosaur and then they're like, oh, you got to feed it and this and that. I'm like, wait, I got a virtual dependent. And I'm like, I got physical dependents at home. The two boys, two dogs. Actually, at the time I had three. I'm like, that's the last thing I want. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. All my pals that are working in my base are pissed off at me about everything since Uh-oh. I don't really take a lot of good care of them, but they work. So, yeah. so you're using the GRG method of managing uh, staff. Yeah, oh yeah. Abuse and abuse and abuse. <laughs> <laughs> um oh yeah, and you're a uh a, a pod a podcast host and another famous podcast. You wanna promote that? Yeah, I'm also a podcast uh, host over at uh, the Tool to Play's Still Got Game podcast. Uh we record also on Monday nights sometimes. Uh we do a vidcast also, but uh the uh the main host, uh Derek, is uh, off on his uh love cruise with uh, kevin smith on the uh view askew cruise so we're off this week <laughs> so you, you can't let people have off i you know i keep these guys working <laughs> all right uh once again my name is jack and i am drinking a philly standard uh tailgate beer it's from yards brewing company a, a local philadelphia uh brewing company and uh, it, it features Kyle Schwarber, uh, the big bomber for the Philadelphia Phillies. And since we have spring training going on, I figured I might as well drink some of these. Uh, it's just a, a standard beer, tailgate beer. It's all right. You know, it's whatever. Um, easy drinking. And I am playing uh, Halo because I had to get the the uh, show's helmets that they had in the challenges. So I've been playing uh, a lot of Halo recently. Elder Scrolls Online, and I've been torturing myself with Call of Duty uh, Warzone, Resurgence Warzone, which I actually think I like over regular Warzone. If you play some Resurgence, it gets a little nutty, but uh, the full-size Warzone gets a little slow, so <laughs> I think I actually like Resurgence. I think I'm, I'm truly insane now, but... All right, let's go into uh, this episode's rant. And my rant is, you guys were just were talking about hard drive sizes, and it's the fact that, you know, my hard drive is almost basically completely full. I had to, like, remove a game to install something else. I'm, like, 80% with six games installed. And, of course, one of those is that Thick Boy Call of Duty, which is 204 gigs. It's massive. Yeah, I don't know what the game's actually holding. I have 
Elder Scrolls Online, I think that's over 100-some gig. Halo, the same. Destiny, the same. Fortnite, I'm not sure how big Fortnite is. And then I have Hawked installed. I think Hawked is small. I think it's like 8 gig or whatever. But that's it. I mean, like six games. And my Xbox Series X is basically full. If I want to install like Battlefield, I don't even think I could. I don't think I could put it on the on the Xbox. And what brought me to this was my kid sent me earlier, uh, Slick Deals had a sale for the hard drives, the expansion cards, and even still, even on sale, they're still expensive. So it's on sale for like the terabytes on sale for $125, the two terabytes for $250. And I'm like, boy, I don't really feel like spending $250 to get a, an expansion card for this stupid thing. I don't know. Xbox really did a huge disservice by just not allowing us to use regular hard drives or what the PlayStation 5 is doing, because you can replace that with uh, one of those solid-state drives, and they're relatively inexpensive versus the proprietary cards that Xbox released. And it just kind of sucks. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why they went this route. I mean, I know they, why they went this particular hard drive because it's fast, but they put it in the proprietary card, which kind of now forces that to be expensive. I, how you guys handle with uh, Xbox storage space? Like, it's tough. It's tight. I I didn't buy the expansion storage or anything like that, so I keep having to shuffle around because Call of Duty is so freaking large. So it's. So I can only keep like two or three games on at a time. Sucks. Yeah, I'm I'm over it. Like if I wanted to put something else on, I can't. Like it's just what's got to come off. And I don't my have work. To- I was gonna say my workaround is I actually did end up buying one of the t- one terabyte drives also, but I also have like a regular USB attached backup storage drive that still works with the system. You can't play the Xbox Series X or S, you know, games off of it. But you can just you can drop stuff to that drive and load up whatever you need, and then if you ever want to play it again, you can just swap those two games. You know, switch switch them over. So you just move it, right? Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't take that long to move from one of those external drives to uh, you know the the Xbox drive or the Xbox expansion drive. Forgive my ignorance, because you know I literally play like one game at a time, maybe two, because I'm gonna go back to do some stupid catch up shit in Destiny tomorrow, and then I'll be back to you know, back to this game. But like, do you guys have a bunch of games installed and then go from one game to another to another all in the same, I don't know, week or couple days? I do. Um, no. I well, yeah, well, so like if I have, I have like um, COD, Halo, Fortnite, and what's another game? Oh, and uh, Forza. And okay. uh, my son will play something else, but that my my Xbox is pretty much maxed out right now with those because four you're games. you're playing all those games, so then the expansion would make sense. So for me, like I can just basically uninstall it and download it when I want to play it later, right? It's not you're, like you're probably be- only at like forty percent too. I mean, with the two <laughs> yeah, well, games. I, let me see. I you know what? It's funny as I should look just because you know what the fuck. But no, I'm with you. I play uh, Halo. Usually, I do the the weekly challenges for Halo because I want to, you know, get finish out the last battle pass. I do all the battle passes, uh, and I do like Halo multiplayer. I do enjoy that. Um, and, and then ESO is kind of like my mindless grinding game that I do. And then when I really want to get frustrated, I play Call of Duty or uh, Fortnite. But I haven't been playing that because I didn't like it since the 
that one last update where they added attachments and it kind of took away the fun for me. I don't, I wasn't a big fan of it. And I have Destiny just in case if I ever fire that back up. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, do the, you know, whatever is the final shape. We'll do the yeah. final shape and then it'll, we'll put it to bed, uninstall it, never play the fucker again. Probably. Um, but Destiny, Final Fantasy, Fortnite, Halo Infinite, Mass Effect Legendary, because it's in Game Pass, Star Wars Fallen Order, whatever it was, and Starfield. So seven games, I'm at 70%. So, I mean, like, I have all the things on it I would ever play, and I've still got plenty of room. I'm a Game Pass whore, and, like, I'll play a lot of the, the Game Pass games on cloud, even. So I don't even have to install them unless it's something I want to play more often. Then I'll drop it from the cloud onto the Xbox. So it's one way to work around some of the space constraints. I need to be not to be a cheap ass and just buy the fucking expansion card. My issue is I'd probably just need the one terabyte. But because I'm a computer nerd, I can't help but not buy the two terabyte. Like it's just I don't know how not to buy the, the better option. (laughs) <laughs> it's just, and I don't want to spend two hundred fifty dollars on it. So I got other things I want to buy, other toys I want to buy. Oh Christ! Anyway, who cares? It's whatever. One hundred twenty-five bucks. One hundred twenty-five bucks on Amazon right today. Yeah, well, that's just the one terabyte. I want the two terabyte. That's two fifty. Isn't so it the two? I thought it was the two. Is the thing that's a great deal thing you showed me? Well, the one terabyte is one twenty-five, and then the oh, two yeah, terabyte yeah. was two fifty. Because originally yeah, the two terabyte was four hundred dollars. Right. Yeah, that's right. So, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. It is the 125 for the one. Fuck that. Um, and I have some other toys I've been him and hawing about buying that I should just go buy. And then I want to buy a new watch. And then I, I just want to buy. Buy, buy. I, I sound like my youngest kid. He, that's all he wants. Now he's, my youngest kid's all about getting golf clubs now. I'm going to go down there and beat him with golf clubs. I'm like, get a goddamn job. <laughs> it does. I mean, if you live in Florida, you got to have golf clubs. Well, I apparently mean, he's doing an internship in Ohio and he's, He's staying at a college, and right across the street from the college is a golf course. It's twenty dollars to play. So now he's all ramped up to play golf. I'm like, this is, you know, what my dad was always about. Was like, all right, you better play. You better use the fuck out of this shit. So, if I bought skis, if it was whatever, if you're gonna sit on the shelf and collect dust, you know, yeah, we'll sell that shit. But if you're gonna use it, fucking use the fuck out of it. That's what I did. He's a pain in the ass. He's on the school's paintball team, and he has like a super high end, like a thousand dollar paintball gun and all the other equipment. And but the school has a sponsorship with the one paintball gun company, and they're making a custom gun for him. It's going to be like fifteen hundred dollars, and he wants that. And I'm like, <laughs> but you but have a making gun it that's for me, really Dad. good. Yeah, he's like, well, this is like, he's like, this is like, you know, it's a collectible. I'm like, shut the fuck up. How many more years has he got at that school? Uh, yeah, he's got two more years. I don't even know if he would use it. I think this would just be one he puts on the wall. And it's like he doesn't want a class ring. He wants a, a class paintball gun. <laughs> he that does. is still pretty cool, though. I mean, you got to give him that. Yeah, I mean, like, who's, you know, he's, he's not going to wear the ring. So that's, you know, it'd probably be better from that. But anyway, it's enough about him. He's spoiled brat. <laughs> Let's get into uh, gaming geek news. Um, okay, up first, we have Squanch Games, maker of High on Life. Uh, they are going to make physical media. What, what's this about, Selden? Yeah, they announced today, Squanch Games, uh, the guy uh, from uh, Rick and Morty that put out that game with the uh, High on Life, which is, you know, it's a futuristic shooter 
it's the guns talk to you, but, uh, you know, it's in the trend that a lot of companies are going to is a digital only release at first. Uh, the man has been so popular for this game that, uh, he's come out and he said he's going to actually make a physical media copies of this, uh, collector's edition so that people can actually have their hands on the game itself. I just found this was a kind of an interesting turn in the industry right now because everybody's going digital, 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 but, uh, you know, I, I can get behind this where like if a game does well and the demand is out there that they come back later and say, Hey, you know what? We're going to go ahead and make the collector's edition so you can get the, the, the case and the disc and in any, uh, the paraphernalia, the the buy on things, stuff like that. So I, I'm all for this, and I love the trend that this is doing. I don't collect anything. I, I was just talking to my buddy about this because he's he collects this, that, and the other thing. I'm, I don't I don't collect anything because I just I don't know whatever. I'm an idiot. Uh, but I know someone here that's a big nerd and collects stuff from some game. <laughs> <laughs> I think value. Rex, plus- Rex, are you a collector? <laughs> 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 Valiant, how much money have you spent on Destiny collectibles? <laughs> you just bought like the legendary edition of I Final did, Shape I did. or whatever. Like, so the... it's funny is I just I can look. I have two collector. I have um, I have three. So I have uh, seven hundred dollars in collector games alone. Um, Destiny collector games, collector editions. So to think that like there's going to be some people. Maybe there's only a hundred people that want to buy the collector's edition of a thing. You know, um, it's probably worth manufacturing them when you get, you know, two to five hundred dollars for that stupid shit. But um, yeah, I was going to say, oh, less than a thousand. But those three things alone are, are you know, over six hundred dollars. So with all the different, you know, pins and metals and guns and all the other stupid shit, Gallahorn, I probably have about fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred dollars in Destiny collectible shit. Your your child's college education money into Disney. <laughs> Disney you know, it, it's it's uh he Sorry, appreciates so- it, so it's all good. <laughs> he appreciates it. And he likes going to uh you know, he's he's not going to college. Well, I was convincing him that like, you know, you should go to a community college for the first two years <laughs> and then transfer anyway. It's better for your like self esteem and like your own like knowledge as opposed to you know, just going to a place to party for two years. So I, I want to buy Brad out of the house. Get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> I need peace and quiet. The kid's a fucking whirlwind. <laughs> I'm telling you, if if he has his way, he'll friggin' get his doctorate while studying from home. Never step foot in college so he can just like stay in his room the whole time. Ah, fucking nerds. Go to college, meet girls. <laughs> I threw one on real quick. Uh, the OG Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2, I think it came out I in the original that. Xbox. They're, it's being re-released. I don't know if it's out yet. I, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to buy it or not. But I, I literally have that game, and I thought that originally came out for the PlayStation 2, didn't it? Was that really on the original OG Xbox? But anyway, there's the same era, right? I so. I, th- I want to say that it did. Um, it came out forever ago, and I just remember my kids, like a- as little kids, you know, young, playing that split screen. They were going around uh, and playing after as- the zones, and mm-hmm. like, and and you'd use like it's you and the bots, and then you could upgrade to like you'd get to be like Vader, or Luke, or. You know, whoever I think you could be. Yeah, Darth the Maul. Mace Window was in it. Um, yeah, all of yeah, it was. 
it was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. I still can't believe that they really haven't come out with a new Battlefront. But that see, that's totally different than the like the online deal. Like that was a fun, like just go with a certain amount of bots and whatever. The yeah. the, the Battlefront that's like that that you play now is all real people. There's well, this will be real people too. So it'll have an online mode as well. So you can play. I think it's like yeah. sixty four people playing and. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, but the, yeah, it's there, there's a certain I've amount of bots. You know, like it was it was fun because you could be playing against AI as opposed to all people. Because the, the all people thing can get to be shitty at sixty four hundred people. Fuck that. I like that game. I man, my my friend Ross and I, man, we like split screen play the frick out of that back in, you know, yep. twenty years ago. Like, didn't that come out in like oh five? Yeah, could have, yeah. Yeah, it I says it's the 20 right. years since it was originally released. Yep. So, and it's coming out yeah. March 14th. 20 yeah, years. Holy crap. I, I, man, I'm getting old really fast. Dating yourself. I can't man. imagine. 20 <laughs> years ago? Man, yeah. I swear that just like, oh, that was like just like last generation. That'd be like three generations ago. Getting old. Getting old. Better than the alternative. Yeah. It says it's uh, releasing for like $35, and if you have the original, it says you can get a 20% discount uh, by pre-ordering the Ooh. game. Huh. Ooh, I have yeah. the original. What, I got to put the barcode in or something? I'm not yeah. sure how that's going to work, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even like, have like, my like Xbox anymore. <laughs> Do I take <laughs> I a picture of, of the, the, the media? Like, here it is, you know? Literally have the, that uh, Battlefront one and two. That was those two were like the my jam when it came to the Xbox stuff. I or the um the Star Wars on on gaming. I those are my favorite from years ago. Even the last one that they came out with was 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 in the last console series. That was gr- a great game. Like, well, it was a great looking and sounding game. I thought sometimes like the it played a little on the rails. I would like to be in a little bit more like a battlefield versus like a linear map, but uh, I mean, it re- it still holds its own. It still looks amazing and it still sounds to me. It's, it's actually a pretty decent game. I'm just surprised they haven't gone back to that. And it doesn't seem like they ever will, but they're missing out. Edition? I bought the collector's edition of that game just because I like the original one. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I got the metal. It comes in a metal box, like a, you know, flip open, whatever. I think All that right. might have been one of my last physical media games, too. It also comes with all the DLC that was originally uh, made for the game, so you're getting all that content for under the same title, and then uh, there's going to actually be additional maps uh, included for Battlefield Classic, the Battlefront Classic. It's going to have Jabba's Palace, and then Battlefront 2 is going to have like four additional maps as well, so seems like it's a good buy. Yeah, I like it. Huh. Speaking of goodbyes, a uh, a game came out which unfortunately isn't on uh, Xbox. Hell Divers Two uh, was released February eighth on PlayStation and PC, and it's their big budget follow up to their top down sci fi co op shooter, Hell Divers. Um, this game looks amazing. It's you fight against what robots and bugs, and it's co-op co-op battles, and it's like everybody playing is is playing to like capture planets and advance the system and protect 
Earth or whatever. So it's like while you're playing co-op, you're still playing with people from all around the world, and you're working towards an objective of actually defeating the the enemies and and spreading democracy, as they say, <laughs> through with the, the use of guns, bombs, and invasions. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's one of my. Um, I watch a guy named uh, Astacross on. Uh, he's a he de- you know pure Destiny streamer, and he's like, look, that Bungie, if they could pull this kind of stuff off, they wouldn't have any problems. Where like literally things matter, right? Like there's a. He gave the example of you. There's these three planets that are under attack, and if you guys are successful and pushing the 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 bugs back, right? then you have these planets and they're yours and you can develop, you know, peaceable settlements and all that. If you don't, they're freaking bug war zone forever. And you're going to be having going there for hot zones. So um, winning or losing territory means something. When has that ever meant anything in Destiny? It's a static freaking environment. So again, I don't mean to compare. Of course I am comparing, but I mean like that is really good. That's really, really cool that they can do something like that. So yeah. Yeah. I I'm I have yet to play it. Um um some of our people, like two or three of our people have played it. None of them are on with us tonight, but they they've had nothing but good things to say about that game. Yeah, they've been they've been loving it and it just frustrates me cuz had this come out in Xbox, it would have been a no-brainer purchase. I would have done it just just for even if I only played it like a couple times a week just to hang out with like the PC and PlayStation guys. Uh, and it's only forty dollars. I mean, you just can't beat it. I mean, it's not even the price of, you know, the price of sixty dollars or seventy dollars is what you're charging for games now. It's there are it's the PC and PlayStation, but not. Oh yeah. More people, more concurrent players on Steam than Destiny's ever had, and currently more than numbers three through through ten combined. And and I this is that's yeah. what I like to see because. We get these companies doing the AAA titles that get stuck in a routine, and they're so afraid of like mixing things up. And then you have like you know this this small game come in and just blow the socks off everybody. Just like look, look what you can do. We we're only charging forty dollars for this, and we're completely different than everybody else. And and we're killing it, killing it. They did so, have some issues yeah. though. Um, no, of course they do. Yeah. And there's some, what is it, uh, frame drop bullshit and uh, some login bullshit, but that's everybody. And it, yeah, I, you know, whatever. They're working but like, it. sign me up. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that makes me go, hey, either I should have a PlayStation or just fucking commit to, you know, uh, a PC. Because both Final Fantasy XIV, Helldivers, I could have played any of those. And I could be using my Xbox controller to play them. Yeah. Right. That's why right. I can't the go PlayStation. Place... <laughs> I can't use right, I could be using controller. my Xbox controller on the PC, as if I go to a, a PlayStation, I got to learn that whole new controller thing. It's awful, terrible. I, I'm sure we. Could... Based on your description, is Helldivers? Is this in the universe of uh, Starship Troopers? It's very much like it. It isn't in that universe, but it like it literally is that. <laughs> you know, I wonder if they they went and said, hey. You know, we're gonna make a game like that. Do we wanna can we, you know, work out <laughs> licensing and the Starship okay. Troopers people said, ah, no, we're not gonna do that. And but it is did, the did, same. It that's do they have the is. shower scene with the redhead? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. Dizzy boobies. Still, I I mean I remember seeing her in college and I was like, oh man. 
<laughs> no, they killed her. They killed her. They know. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. You know, it's 30 years later, but um, she dies. But yeah. she does have night titties. Yes. Still does. Yes, she did. All right. Uh, moving along. Another new game came out. Skull and Bones. Has anybody here tried this? I haven't. I know uh, from what I am told by Bjorn from GRG, he says it's a pirate ship simulator or MMO. Not a pirate game or pirate simulator. It's a pirate ship. You actually just play as the ship and just do ship things. I don't. I was involved in uh, multiple phases of the beta for this game. Um I'm pretty sure I could talk about it now, but even if I can't, I'm going to talk about it anyways. Uh, no, this, dozens of this game is sure <laughs> <laughs> this, this game has never man. lived up to the potential that I thought it had. Um, when I first started with it, there was definitely some issues that I thought, and I expressed them in the forums and the Discord channel for it. That you know, once you're on the ship, you can't move around the ship. You can't leave the steering wheel. You are the ship. And I'm like, well, that takes away a, after playing a lot of Sea of Thieves and stuff like that. I'm like, there was so much freedom in that game. And then you jump into Skull and Bones and it's really restrictive. I'm like, you do leave the boat, you go to the towns and stuff like that. But the areas you can explore aren't that diverse and you're locked in. It's not open world at all when you're on the islands. And uh, the quest lines are really kind of basic. I'm like, it, nothing really drew me to keep playing the game. And I never, I didn't purchase the game after it came out as regular because the beta experience just wasn't really good for what I was looking for out of that game. Wasn't this like in development for like 10 years? Like some crazy. Yeah, it was, I think it started right after uh, Assassin's Creed Black Sails was such a popular game. They said that they really needed to, you know, work on a, a pirate type of game. And it just, it, they just didn't do it. I think they missed the mark all the way around. And I think they eventually just said, let's just push it out as it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess how, how are you going to compete with Sea of Thieves? Kind of a similar style game that does it just better. Does it a lot better. <laughs> I played Sea of Thieves for like five minutes. <laughs> this <just> wasn't for me. <laughs> you can see how they try to make this a, a live service game, but it's just, I just don't... I don't see it lasting more than six months before they start pulling servers and stuff like that from it. I'm sure that'll happen. All right. Speaking of uh, issues with games, we'll, go, we'll move on to Destiny. And, and Val, I got to ask you, did uh, Sony scold Bungie? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, I mean, like the short version of that is they said... You guys haven't met a timeline ever. You push stuff back. Yeah, it's better, but like you just don't meet your timelines. And uh, you also uh, have a ton of people that are just on payroll that might someday use a thing, but like the amount of, if you will, cut content or stuff that these people create or do that goes nowhere. Um, Basically, the 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 hypothesis that the the streamers and whatever are saying is that it's probably more than what's put out in the games. So they're paying people to because it gets kind of like cutting room floor material, right? So the idea is you have just throw all these things out there and we'll just take the best ideas. Um, 
the problem with that is that you got a ton of people on payroll. You still have to make money. And that's where we are. The reason Sony owns, owns them. And, and I think that was part of the, the thing. And, the, and this all comes from a, an earnings call. And they said, these guys are doing great with this and this and this, but they need to do this, this, and this better. And we, Sony, are going to help them do that. That's the, where that all came from. But yeah, yep, they got school. They definitely got their hand. If they're leaving that much on the cutting room floor, you know, per se, I I just don't understand what, where they're coming out with this game because it seems like they're hurting for content. And so, if you have stuff built, why not streamline it and get the hell out? I don't understand. Bungie Bungie frustrates me because I think Destiny is a great idea that they just were never able to fully capitalize on. I'm sure it was a successful game. But I think it could continue still being a great game. They just don't have the manpower or the willpower or the dedication to keep making it what it needs to be. Um, it's more of like 10 years of proof of concept, right? I like the idea. It's it's MMO light. It's It gives you stuff to work on. You can play PvP. You can do PvE. You can do all sorts of different things. And, and I, I really appreciate the idea. And I just wish, I, I hate the fact that it's like, okay, Lightfall's coming out and, uh, or the final shape's coming out and that'll be basically the end of it. Cause I don't know if anyone else is going to create a game similar to it. And it's just, it's kind of sucks. Cause I think it's, it's, a, I thought it was going to be the way games went. And that obviously isn't the case. It, well, I mean, I think a lot of people agree with that statement that you just made, except Helldivers just threw a monkey wrench in that. Like we were moving, it looks like we were moving away from live service games and either be static games or multiple updates or like versions of the game that we can bring in or it's updated, but then we move on to the next thing or whatever the next thing that's not a live service game is. But Helldivers is, I would say, the new benchmark of what a live service game could be. Helldivers 2 in this case. Um, because of all the people saying it's it's literally live. It's like the thing is happening in real time, and it, everything you do like matters. That's not, you know, that it's so far it is doing everything that we thought Destiny would do. And so, to your point, you know, Destiny, if its proof of concept is not there, um, if they were to turn around and somehow like just Stick the landing. Doesn't have to be great, but stick the landing in this last one and move on to Destiny 3 or something we could, you know, then maybe it's a more evolutionary model or something like that. But if they don't, it's dead. It is absolutely fucking dead after this expansion. There is no question that we'll do some things in the episodes, but the story's over. And, you know, it's like check in on the world. Just like, you know, Destiny 1 is still around and you can still play Destiny 1, you know. And all 11 people that are out there that still play would tell you it's a great game. Um, and that's what Destiny 2 will be. I mean, there might be hundreds that still play, but not millions, not hundreds of thousands. Yeah, it's it's going to be done after this expansion, which is fine. You know, I've done 10 years. It's time to maybe play some other things like Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I remember watching some of the videos that, that we were posting on Destiny uh, over the last week or so. And I, I didn't realize that their uh, anti-cheat software was worse than Ricochet's for Call of Duty. 
apparently it's like terrible uh, if if it exists it's uh it's bad so that is a thing that they keep talking about and it's like they ban people they shouldn't they don't ban people they should and it's like you know every streamer that does any pvp like listen i could do it i could do that job matter of fact i believe one of the guys came out and said you know what if you want to hire one dedicated person to review all of the obvious shit like Somebody that's got a hundred percent crit rate with sniper rifles and has like a 7.0 KD. If you want me to review those and you give me those stats and I will, you know, do the thing, I will even pay. If you don't want me to do it, I will pay the salary of somebody to do it. Yeah, I saw that guy. He's like, I'll, I'll pay that person's salary to to do that. <laughs> Grenader Jake. Yeah, yeah he yeah. goes, I'll pay that person. So the PVP, that's the problem. Is so we have. PVP is supposed to carry Destiny through the dark times, you know, the times when we're, you know, when a, and we're in a, a six months we have, or now three months left of a dry spell. PVP is supposed to carry it, but PVP is fucked because of cheaters and freaking sweaty fuckers. And there's no, the lobbies are so dead that you're going to have to play against cheaters or, or sweaty fucks. So, yeah, I mean, it's a perfect time to play something else, which is you don't want anybody else. You don't want to encourage people. You know what? We know our game's not in the best place right now, so go play something else. I, that's terrible. I mean, that, if if that's what uh, Bungie's saying, then yeah, they're going to just be absorbed. And and maybe that's good. Maybe Sony absorbs them. They are a creative think tank. I think their execution is the problem. Maybe if they are become a dedicated studio. They can be creators and come up with crazy ideas and somebody else can turn them into, you know, something usable. It's sad, but that's probably what will happen after Final Shape, I think. I don't, I don't know. I, I worry for Bungie in this situation because I look at him as like an angsty teenager. I mean, they kind of had the, they kind of had the same situation with Microsoft when Microsoft bought them way back in the day or owned them or whatever they had um, partnership with them. And then with Sony, I know that they originally came into Sony as, you know, they're an independent studio that, you know, Sony's just like kind of looking over them and stuff like that. They weren't going to be in, but they had that clause in the contract that if after X amount of time that they haven't done this, this, and this, then Sony's going to come in and take over the studio type thing. And like, if that happens, I think Bungie's pretty much going to be looking for a way to get out of the contract and get out away from Sony at that point. It won't happen. I, they don't have the money anymore. They have to. They, they're done. They're just going to be they're They're going to be like, we, you know, there's other local studios that create parts of other games. You know, they exist. And that's what Bungie will be. They'll be like the creative arm of Bioware or, you know, the creative arm of, you know, not Bioware in this case, but, you know, whatever Sony wants to use them for. They'll be their bitch. And the, the board will be dissolved. And that's what the threat was if you don't do if you don't perform if you don't make money now that we are invested in you you're not gonna exist as a um independent studio anymore you are gonna be like you do what we tell you to do i'm like who's still left at bungie from back in the early destiny one or halo days i'm like hell a lot of the five guys (laughs) (laughs) out of twelve hundred five guys it's sad to see Bungie where they are. It really is. In some ways, I, I want to be sad. I'm just so angry at them for fucking up so bad. I don't care anymore. It's kind of like 
if you ever have somebody that like will like hey i'll meet you for blah 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 and then something always comes up eventually you're like you stop inviting them that's how i feel like my relationship is with this <laughs> is i keep saying i keep believing it like like freaking charlie brown and lucy like yeah, oh this football. next thing is going to be so great i buy it every fucking time it's so close to being good and then here's me with fucking blue balls like, oh, so close so close to being good and then oh man you know really that's all you got oh fuck well we got a new one coming out next year and for a while i'm angry and whatever and then i buy it again so this is it may be good that it stops it sounds like you're a little codependent with Bungie there. Yeah. I like know. You... I know. It's like I need to I need to stop being the battered wife here. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, enough of that. Let's talk about a game that's that is perfect and always. Wor- oh, wait. No, no, it doesn't always work. Not Call of Duty. <laughs> so apparently over the weekend uh, at some point, they they decided to release a uh, patch. That essentially broke the entire game, like the entire game, um, in every way possible. Skill-based matchmaking was off. Anti-cheat was not working. Loadouts were not working in Warzone. Ranked players had their ranks reset uh, for ranked game mode. Uh, all sorts of craziness was was going on. And like, and I just have to ask, like, how the hell does something like this happen? How can they break their entire game? This is a triple A title like this is the biggest game that's out in gaming at the moment and you completely fuck it up you you release a patch over the weekend like what kind of maniac does stuff like that and, and it breaks it all like where is the qa department is is like no one testing this like how does this happen it's just i don't i don't get it i'm just thankful i didn't play any uh call of duty over the weekend until it was fixed but like holy shit nothing nothing i mean this is not this is like nothing new for for call of duty i mean are you shocked that they broke it again no i I think at the extent of how bad everything was messed up i was kind of a little shocked about it but i guess i shouldn't be i mean didn't they get rid of their qa department or something like that yeah they like cut they like cut like 90 percent of it or something like that and now it's the user base is their qa department that always works well. Yeah, yeah. It apparently didn't. <laughs> that game's a, such a, a mess. I don't know. I don't know why I play it. I I wish there was something else out there that I would play for like a, a shooter that other people played. Um, I log in and look at the, uh, st- the the cash shop and look at the skins they release. And I'm like, what in the world are they thinking? And like, and is anyone buying them? But like, they they must. I don't know. Anyway, so that's that. I mean, Call of Duty shit the bed over the weekend. It was colossal failure. It reminded me of GRG. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's uh, let's move on from gaming news and go into TV and movies and talk about what we're watching. Uh, first up, I had True Detective on the list. Season four has wrapped up, and I am quite thankful for that. I did try to give this show a chance. I I did at least season four because um, I like the other seasons. So I, I I tried to like tough it out, and you know maybe the first couple episodes weren't good. But holy cow, man! They uh, I I don't know what they're thinking when they when they write this stuff. 
it, it took forever to actually get into the story. And when they did, it was at the very end of the show when they finally, like, oh, here's the killer. And this is why they did it. And you never had any idea, like, who killed it. You never, like, sus- suspected anybody. There's no build up to it. It was just, okay, we're going to show five episodes of Jodie Foster being a miserable bitch the entire time. And at the very end of season, or the episode six, we'll be like, oh, and this is the killer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it definitely did not have the uh, the quality level of other seasons. It was definitely lacking in, in the story at the end there and stuff like that. I tried to make it all very mystical, and it just didn't, I don't know, it didn't no. work. And then they started getting preachy at me, and I'm like, I, I don't want to hear about it. Okay, the corporation's bad, destroying the water, destroy, like, I don't care. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think one of the things is that... It, the way I looked at it, that I think they and, and I wonder if the book did a better job, but it felt like they were trying to red herring us real hard on the mystical magical thing, right? So like the girls, the the woman, the Annie or whatever it was out in the ice, you know, Caesar dead husband or all that shit. I think there was an element of. See, look, you're supposed to believe that it's the mystical, magical thing, when in reality, it's still humans doing human things. Um, but if you lean on that, it better fucking work. And it was kind of, eh, okay. I'd be okay with that if this was like the first season, and so you didn't know if it was a mystical world or not, or if there was superpowers, or if it was like an X-Files type of show. But, right, but you know it's not. No. So you, it just didn't work, <laughs> because we knew there had to be a real like killer. Right. I mean, not a spoiler alert, but somebody died and somebody's killer. Right. Yeah. Um. So but, you know, I have to say season like I you guys at two or three uh, podcasts ago, you said I need to watch it. And we did. My wife and I watched all of them first season through the last one that just dropped. And season two sucked balls. And season, season two with Vince Vaughn. Yes. OK. Yeah, that wasn't. It wasn't that good. So that one was pretty ball sucky. Um, but season one and three were good. But season one still the best. Season one with the uh, um, Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. That was amazing. Yeah, that was, that was so fucking good. It was just perfect in every way that that could be good. It was great. So and it's the same author for all the books. So how how is it that some of these are just so weird and not just don't work? Two and four, are we going? Yeah, this is probably just the adaptation from the book to right, like TV, it, just it didn't work or something. Right, when you describe a thing in a book, it can work, like it gets you in your head and whatever, but when they have to show it on the screen, you're like, what? What is that? Like, what is that? That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So that, I agree that it could be something like that. But, man, I, I mean, season four, I, as far as ranking, though, I'd put um, one, three, Four two, would you put two above four, Lala? Vince Vaughn. I don't. I don't remember season two uh, as much, but it's the, it's in L A. and it I, has I put, um. Uh, yeah, I remember you know, Vince Vaughn in it, and I just remember I, I would put them both in the trash. Probably, I don't know. I, I <laughs> season four was just it was bad. I I did not like it. I tried. I tried so hard. I tried toughing it out. I thought maybe we we're going to go somewhere, and boy, we it was like a forever trip to go nowhere. And then at the end, we're like, oh. Well, here, here's the killer. It just we stumbled upon it, and 
my wife and I rewatched the last episode twice just to make sure we fully understood like, oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Because we thought we missed something. She was like, I, I missed it. I don't think I. I missed six hours of like, my life is what I missed. <laughs> like, well, that was good, too. It was only six, six episodes, that one, right? Like all the other ones were like eight or ten. So, yeah. you know, maybe they're going to get shorter and it's, you know, less life sucking yeah. in the future. That's the way it is now. <laughs> Pretty soon be just one episode. Uh, right. One two hour episode. That's it. All right. Moving along. We're just going to go right into uh, the Halo. See, I'm done talking about True Detective. It's not worth the effort. Uh, <laughs> Halo uh, season two. And I'm, I'm actually enjoying season two much better than than one. Uh, the first episode had just like this amazing battle with Master Chief and uh, some some enemies aliens um episode four just dropped and it's the beginning of the battle of reach and yes uh all of reach <laughs> yeah, and, and unfortunately my, my biggest gripe i had with this episode was master chief wasn't his armor like come on like you hyped up this big battle you're not going to give us master chief in, in his armor like yeah that was a kind of a letdown that it's like oh he took the armor like what like, how could you have all these Spartans and not have them in the armor? Like, it's like they're trying to make it so that they're not completely OP. And, but I wanted to see Spartans kicking ass. That's what I wanted to yeah, see. Yeah, I want to see them go, even if they, like, get overwhelmed and killed by the, the Covenant. I want to see them go out in a blaze of glory and reach fall and all that stuff. I want to see a big battle. And I'm hoping that that comes this week, or I don't know if there's any more fighting going on in reach. I I don't think they le- they're leaving yet, so they're yeah. gonna have to leave when it gets glassed, right? Like we know it gets glassed because we played the game, but I think that they're gonna try the to books recreate, and everything like that. Recreate the game now. Here's something that I like. Remember that he talked about flipping the coin ten times in a row, heads. That's right from the lore. That's from the book. Yeah, that is right. So it's my theory that the showrunners between the first season and the second season actually looked at the story well i mean it, like you you laugh i mean it it i have we i think we have solid evidence that those fuckers actually did some homework and that's why it's good yeah i think they they listened to the community going you know bitching and moaning about season one and i think season two is a much bigger improvement um i also it like feels how, like it's in line it does yeah. it feels like it's halo i forget the actor's name porn stash from uh Orange is the new black <laughs> master chief, yeah. but he was, you know, people are giving him grief because he's always taking his. Pablo. What's his name? Pablo. Pablo. Yes, people keep bitching about because he keeps taking his mask off, the helmet off. But I'm like, that's the biggest problem with the Mandalorian was he always has it on, so you can never relate to the actual character. You just. It's an interesting it's choice. A it's, the, it's an interesting choice, like especially episode four, the big scene with. Yeah, the, the the guy they say he took the armor off the planet. I'm like, come on! I'm like, do you just not want to have these action scenes in the battle suits because the CGI uh, CGI is too difficult, or the movements are too difficult to have these type of battle moves that they're doing? I, I would have rather seen. Them, uh, oh, we're losing you, person, not as Master Chief. You'll have to repeat that. We lost you. You were like cutting out. I was just saying that I think it was person <laughs> not as Master Chief. It was worse. Oh, come on. All right. I had no good points, so move on. 
But yeah, the only point the only point is yeah, I'm hoping they're saving their their CGI budget for the the last episode but or something. But they so, still use CGI final battle or something. Yeah. They still use it, but it's very expensive to use it. So I'm I'm hoping that they are saving it for something. But the coveys the coveys are looking good, man. They do a pretty decent job with the the you know, how is CGI so expensive? I don't understand. It's just computers. Like, how is it so expensive? <laughs> like, everyone says it's expensive, but I don't know why. Like, because it's not like you're like I would imagine like George Lucas making actual sets of you know uh, for the Death Star and actual you know having like a, a camera fly over the trench run. Like that'd be more expensive than actually telling the a computer. Model. Yeah, draw me a, an avid, uh, draw me a uh, a covenant. What's it? The um, the bad guys and and have them battle Master Chief. And it seems like that'd be pretty simple. I don't. Uh, you got to use Unreal Engine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they have those know. AI stuff. What's that? What's the uh, AI program doing movies now? Oh yeah, yeah. And... Mitten Journey, that's the that's the one that does pictures. Oh. Yeah, my son said that you deep fake something. I've been enjoying Halo. You guys have been enjoying it as well, the, the new season? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've really been enjoying it. It's definitely better than one. My only issue is that they've really dumbed down the women in the show. Like, well, that's how women... If you, oh, wait. No, nope, I didn't say that. If you go back, I mean, if you go back and look in episode four, look at the expression of the you know, of Halsey and you know the uh, the other uh, crap with the 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 alien woman. Um, but just uh, it's just it seems like they have these dumb expressions on their face, and they're not adding a lot to the show. <laughs> like, not as powerful as they were in season one. So they brought Quan back, which was a mistake. They should have just airlocked her. I mean, we have a pacing problem when. We get too much in the story, but then it, the the flip side is what you're saying, Selden, is if we we try to give any depth, now we're slowing the pacing down to like have the depth of character. So I don't know where where you know how hard they should push on the gas, but all I got to say is they better fucking make Reach fall fucking hard and make it like epic, right? Like get the armor there, make it an epic battle. The humans have to lose, and we still feel like we kicked ass. You want that's, a battle, battle the bastards level fight, right? Is that what you're looking for? Fuck yeah! Like from Game yep. of Thrones, and one of the Spartans should die. Uh, Somebody got to one of the Spartans. No, well, all of them except Master Chief. No, nah, at least one of them, at least one should die in in Reach. The chick with the um the hole in her side there, who almost died last season, she should die. Well, spoiler. Oh, we're not going to do spoilers, but. And the other side is, you know, I keep asking my IT department why it costs, you know, $100,000 to uh, to do one simple little change. But, you know, things cost money. So right. those IT folks, you know, I can never understand why. It, it only costs us like 10 bucks, here. but we got to buy beer. <laughs> yeah. So, so do you think with the, the CGI budget uh, they're saving maybe for the flood to show up at the end of the season? Oh, fuck. I, I, uh, if anything, not the flood. Not anything the flood. about Halo Universe that I hate, it's the flood, man. I hated playing against them, and I don't want to see them on the screen. Fuck the flood. 
I think they got it. Now, what I'm hoping is, is they run, they run from reach at the end of the, in the end of the episode, they come up on the halo and they drop on the halo and that, and that season, and they go into the next season on halo. Or everybody goes into stasis on, um, what's the name of the, the ship? Pillar of autumn. Pillar of autumn, right? Everybody goes into stasis on the pillar of autumn. And, you know, uh, Commander Halsey, not Commander, is it Halsey? No, Commander uh, Keen. She's the daughter of the Admiral. And she's the one piloting it. And she stays awake the whole time. And everybody else is in stasis or whatever. And they land on the Halo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the very last image is of fucking the the Halo. Yeah. Sign me up. I would definitely, (laughs) I would, yeah, I'm for that. All right, speaking of something you're probably not for, uh, The Walking Dead Returns, The Ones That Live. We... <laughs> what the fuck is that? Is it, is it about um, vampires? Uh, they're, they're undead, uh, right? Yeah. See, I'm probably the only one that suffers through this show anymore, and I don't even know why I do it. I just I hate myself so much that I watch The Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, but I've... Yeah, I... I was gonna say I pushed myself through the regular the the OG Walking Dead series all the way to the end of that, and I just cannot watch any of the spinoffs. I'm like I'm done. <laughs> I so watched painful. the Fear the Walking Dead. Um, I did skip a few episodes and just finish at the last couple just to see how they wrapped it up. And I don't even know why I did that because it was awful. Um, I didn't watch the Maggie and Negan one because it just doesn't make sense that they would team up. Like Negan literally bashed her husband's brains in and they're going to team up like it doesn't make sense like you know you did the first thing i would do if i was maggie would just shoot negan and call it a day like the show be over in the first five minutes um but i want to see how this one goes uh you know i I thought i uh missed seeing rick on the tv you know but no no uh after five minutes of watching this i decided i haven't missed rick i i don't actually don't even know what giddy sees in them and i just think maybe it's that Rick is a, a dim-witted, slow Southerner, and he's like oh, one, dude. He's one step up now. from <laughs> playing banjo <laughs> on a canoe trip and delivers country. But I mean, like, holy fuck! I mean, he 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 is uh, slow and simple. Like, he really is. He talks slow and he does the dramatic stuff. And I'm like, I, I didn't miss this character actually. Um, but they they start to show off. It's like a kind of like a quick five minute like what his life's been since he's been captured and he was, they kind of put him like the slave work to like kill like zombies and stuff like him and like the, the crew. And they have to kind of try to earn their way into like the safe Harbor, the, the whatever the city. Um, so I guess since Rick is such a troublemaker and always trying to escape, he tried to escape like three or four times. They have him like on a leash. It's like one of those retractable, retractable dog leashes. Right. And he's out there killing zombies. He's running, he's running, he gets to the very end of like maybe 50 feet or whatever. And he decides it's this chain or this, this cable is wrapped around his wrist or attached to a handcuff or something. I don't know. He decides the only way uh, to escape is to perform the lamest bit of fan service ever. And so he decides instead of chopping off the, the chopping the cable with his axe, he chops his hand off. Like I, I like this cable. Like how big's the cable? Like the thing is, I, like why would you chop your hand off? It doesn't even make sense to me. And then I wish I had the opportunity to be in these writer rooms when they're discussing shit like this because I want to call it bullshit so bad. Bullshit. 
So even if, like, say even if everything went perfect, he chopped off his hand, he's got all that blood loss. He'll be in shock. How the hell is he going to escape? How? It doesn't make sense. There's no way he's going to be running against, you know, people that are perfectly healthy. Like, how is he? He's There's a chance he could freaking die and not make it or get caught. And now he's missing a hand. It's just, it's the dumbest thing ever. Um, it frustrates me. I, I don't know what this cable was made of. It couldn't have been made of adamantium, like Wolverine's bones. Like, it's just like this the little cable. Like, you got an axe, a full-size axe. Like that. Anyway, uh, the good news is the uh, CRM community is located in Philly. So Philly did survive. It figures. It's probably because we're used to zombies on Kensington Avenue, all the meth heads and drug addicts. <laughs> We're probably just used to it, but um, yeah, uh, I'm, I don't know. I'll watch this show. I'll, I'll I'll torture myself. Walking Dead shows haven't been good in years, and I don't think this show's. I think this show's going to follow that trend. Um, what What's funny is this was supposed to be like a trilogy of movies, like this Rick show, and I after watching the first episode, I'm like, how this is terrible. All right. That's enough yeah. of that. <laughs> it's a hard pass for me. Nope. Yep. Go I'm, <laughs> I'm out years ago. I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm the only fool. So, um, all right. We got some other ones you guys threw on last minute. Uh, next up, The Last Airbender. And this is what on Netflix? Yeah, Did I watched watch this? it. It's on Netflix. So, actually, so Grex, you actually watched it. I've only seen the. Uh, Community highlights and my son telling me about it. So, uh, what what's your feeling on this one? It was pretty decent. I mean, for Netflix, it was uh, watchable. Um, it's getting sort of mixed reviews and and stuff like that. But you know, it it it's half a dozen of the other. I put the other one on there too, only because the Beekeeper, which is Jason Statham movie. You know, uh, typical Jason Statham movie, and that's getting like sixty percent, whereas the Austin Amber is like forty percent. And I thought the Beekeeper's ass, yeah. but I mean, it's it's a typical Statham movie, so it's just him kicking ass. You know, in you know, put whatever title on the top you want. It's him going around and kicking shit up. and kicking and kicking ass. Right? It's just here's my question about that. You're talking about like the reviews getting bad. Um, do you think they got bad reviews or getting downvoted because the cartoon was so good and you have the fan base that's so passionate about the show or the, the avatar or uh, airbender i never really watched the animated show so i'm not really that familiar with the story um but from when i read it not that far off like they've changed a few things and stuff like that they've condensed it because the animated series are usually like freaking 500 episodes at 20 minutes a piece or some shit like that. So they've kind of condensed it and, you know, what they did with the same thing, what they did with uh, one piece, you know? So I think, uh, I think a lot of the, uh, I do think a lot of the the downvoting is coming from the OG fan base and, you know, it being different than, than the animated series. So uh, my, my family Sorry, my 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 daughter, my son, my wife, who hates all this shit, and I have seen it at least twice all the way through. And my 
daughter and I have seen all of Korra at least a couple times through. So um, we love the an- original animated shit. And my daughter watched part of one episode or whatever. I don't know how many episodes are out or whatever, but she's like, nope. She, I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, so, and my son does, he, like, before he commits to actually watching a thing, he watches all the YouTube videos. So, again, he lets other people make his mind up for him. But um, the main thrust of what the, the, the nerds, you know, which I'll include us in that group, but whatever, the lore nerds and whatever about the show are, like, they hate it because there's certain things that are, like, cornerstones of how things are in that universe and they said ah fuck it kind of like the first season of halo and you know for example um none of the airbenders can fly on their own and um ang can fly and they fuck with his names for example in the show in the in china the name is pronounced ang and in the show they're calling him ang or some version of that but it's ang in the lore, in the like the series, and it translated. If you were to listen, you know, if they were to when they translate it, they use ang. So it's like it's not like we're doing the wrong thing. So it's things like that that drive people nuts. Like he's flying, but he shouldn't be able to fly, and you know, earthly attachments and a bunch of other shit. Yes, they condense it down, but they lose important parts of character building and story. Which again, us fucking nerds, we care about that shit, right? Doesn't matter if it's Star Wars or if it's, you know, The Last Airbender. If you're going to sell shit to nerds, you got to get it right. And I think that's where people are at. And both my son and daughter are like, nope. And if they're nope, I'm nope. Because I got, yeah. you know, I got shit with, you know, blood and guts I'm going to watch. I'm not going to watch a kid show unless they're in. So that's kind of where I'm at. Well, I'm, I just got nothing really else to watch. So I watched The Airbender. And I <laughs> watched The Keeper. Did, and, will your kids and, watch it with you though? Will your is that something where the kids will watch it? Like if that's you know, on? Uh, my son might watch the Airbender. He might. Uh, he was never really into the animated series either. He's all well. He's still on One Piece, um, because that thing has like a thousand freaking episodes. I'm not joking. It's like yeah, literally like a thousand episodes. I mean, you can um, watch three in an hour, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what what's a thousand episodes? One piece. The, the, the animated. Oh, one, oh okay. I wasn't. Yeah. I so it. a lot of these shows, like the intro and the recap, and like there's like nine minutes of show between the intro, the recap, the end, and then a little thing at the like nine minutes of actual real content and eleven minutes of either recap or credits or whatever. And it's um, I mean it's it's literally like trying to follow a a, bo- a bazooka bubblegum comic. You know, because they're so short in the actual content. You know, I, I would pay for that somebody to cut all that shit together into one big long thing. But yeah, most anime Japanese shit that comes over is like that. It's so painful. I just saw the meme that uh, M Night Shyamalan is mocking. It's like he's like, not so easy to make an Airbender movie. <laughs> <laughs> this was that was a cartoon that me and my boys watched and. We really enjoyed it, and I just can't. I don't expect a Netflix show to to be as good, so I, I'm not even gonna bother. I don't know. And the Beekeeper, no, I'm not watching that. <laughs> it's just some random action movie where you know, input Jason Stram and with a gun, he goes up, beats people up, shoots them, and 
Oh, yeah. it, it's, it's terrible. Like he goes in and he c- beats up the entire Secret Service and gets to the president. Like, are you fucking joking me? Yeah, because <laughs> he's you know the he's the beekeeper. Whatever. Right. Like, no one like you. You get the baddest Navy Seal. The only time that that worked was with Nightcrawler from the X Men movie, and that was a great scene. Remember Nightcrawler yes, X Men him holding, yeah. teleporting all over the place. Yeah, that was awesome. And they were shooting where he was, right, 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 right. And All yeah, right. that totally worked. But yeah. And the last up on the list is the Bad Batch. The, I'm uh, loving the fuck out of that one. It's good. I think there's some slow burn stuff on, you know, we're we're looking at cloning and whatever. I think, you know, we're gonna find out things that we kinda already know about like the Emperor's cloned and I think it's going to tie in Mandalorian and shit like that, where they're trying to use the some, you know, super Jedi blood to make Jedi type clones and shit like that. Um, I'm in. Sign me up. I'm good. I like it. You know, I know that uh, any of this cartoony shit, Lala's out, but fucking man, I, I like the Bad Batch. Yeah, I, I'm supposed to watch. Uh, I guess the Clone Wars, my my oldest gives me grief for never watching it, but it's just not going to happen. <laughs> Besides, I put, I'm on my... the, I put it on the list because I was hoping that I was hoping you started watching it, and I hadn't I haven't gotten a chance to get to it yet. You haven't watched it either, Grex? Oh, it's good. Uh, it's I, I'm it's gonna I am gonna watch it. It's it, it's I'll probably end up starting it this week at some point. This is the final season. You know, and, you know, the current like under over is uh, is um, is tech dead. So, oh, OK, of, so they at, really at the end of last season. Like, yeah. At the end of last season, he falls out of a thing and and we're a big time jump happens and people are all over the place and we don't know, you know, so far and what's come out. We still don't know. But I still am holding out that tech is alive i believe he yeah so yeah i'm not as far as lala uh not liking the animated stuff but the animated star wars stuff is just something that's always on the back burner never something i'm going out of my way to watch but i, I need to catch up on it because there's so much of the you know the the, the lore and the storyline that's the, in the, the dark saber need to know was invented there right like it didn't the, the dark saber that we see in the mandalorian did not exist um except for the clone wars so you, in order to get some of that stupid shit and then and the dark saber's stupid come on it's the dumbest thing the lights you have the lightsabers lightsabers are badass dark saber's dumb sorry yeah i mean it i get what you're saying but at the same time i think it uh it takes away from the special the uh, lightsabers being special and that's the problem with modern it's still, uh, no no it stuff. was made by a jedi only jedis it, can make these and it's and, dumb it's Lightsabers are cool. Dark sabers. I, I just, yeah. Well, it's the Mandalorian stuff. I was not into it. Well, I think that if if you have your way, the uh, it was destroyed at the end of the last season of the Mandalorian. So there may not be any more dark saber. It may have Good. ended. <laughs> All I have to say is, if Grogu and uh, Mando go away, uh, Din Djarin, if you use his real name. And we just have Katie Sackoff. I'm good. 
<laughs> well, they are going to go away because they're going to make the movies, right? They're they're doing the uh, Mando movies, and that's which... true. But we don't know if that's the whole Mando verse in a movie, or if it means we get, you know, Katie gets her own show. I don't, you know, I I'm, I'm all like I'm all about the Katie show. Sign me up. I'll watch. Disney her, seems like, to be like Maddie flying by the the seat of their pants with with Star Wars, and it amazes me. You have a billion dollar franchise, and you can't get your shit together to make stuff that's decent. You know, I could compare Disney to uh, Bungie, but uh, obviously Disney has more money. But I'll fucking I'll watch the worst of fucking uh, the uh, Disney stuff. And I go away feeling like I haven't been betrayed where I every time I put time in, it's just fucking that Charlie Brown and Lucy scenario with Bungie. <laughs> I just, you know, like I forever, forever ago, growing up when I was a kid, Disney made good movies. Now they just seem incapable of it. But I, I don't. Every now and again, they strike old. You know, like uh, that. There's something you're being, that you'd... you're being nice. You throw ah. enough shit against the wall, something's gonna stick. I think like, so. Yeah, I'm I bitter that they, they 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 took Star Wars and they totally destroyed that franchise. They totally just killed it. They did a terrible job with like the movies. If you had the choice of do nothing or do that, would you choose to do nothing? Do nothing. Because I, I didn't even watch the last Star Wars movie. I refuse. I refuse. It was, it, they're so bad. They're so bad. And they, didn't even, they weren't even cohesive. They, they, they didn't follow any sort of path. It was like uh, the second one was complete deviation from the first one. And then they had to retcon that to make the last one. I'm like, no, I'm out. I'm like, no, no, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> uh, I just yeah. can't. Like, how do you? I just don't understand you, how they you go You agree about. with a point that I made online. I was making a point to you know a Twitter account where somebody was saying that you can't say Game of Thrones was destroyed by the ending. And it was because you, if you have an amazing show and you don't stick the landing, it makes everything, it, it diminishes everything before that. And no, I think that's, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's that's another one that's that what you're saying. hurts. That's no, no. But what you're saying though is that's the same as you add something on to the end of the story that's bad. Yeah. It makes the it diminishes the other Star Wars to have these things in the same franchise. Well, see, no, I would, I would still keep the original trilogy, just none of the Disney shit, just scrap no, that. No, no, but you keep it. But in your mind, it bothers you because the direction they're going in, it hurts you. It's like it, it affects your internal kind of representation, what you think about these other things to have these, you know, it's almost like you want to pretend they don't exist. Right. I, you yeah, want to they say, don't exist in my world. That's, exactly. That's where I'm Order. right. Right. That's where I'm with star Wars right now is the, the zombie troopers at the end of Ahsoka. I'm like, Oh, I'm the fuck on really don't go there guys. And they did. I, they I did. thought like I mean, they were going to do something cool with those troopers. I'm watching the show and I'm like, okay, these guys are all look different. They're all special. They're in different armor. They're going to be some elite commando units. And now we got zombie troopers. I'm like, get the fuck out. I'm literally watching The Walking Dead in, in Star Wars. I can't escape it. Yep. <sighs> yeah, right. they, they they used them before, but yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it seems to be a thing. Like, I, you know, in, um, in What If they had the zombies and it's like something where you got to, that's a tricky thing once you go into that area like vampires and zombies in your in your other sci-fi it's tricky it's really really tricky to go there and man i i would 
I guarantee you there was some nerds like us saying, dude, be really careful. You got to make this awesome if you're going to do the zombie thing. And uh, yeah, they, they I don't think they did. They don't think they did a good job with that. All right. Any, any other shows? I can't beat up Star Wars anymore. I've done it a million times. I got a couple recommendations that I would put out there. Um, on Netflix, there's a couple shows right now that I would recommend. Uh, Society of the Snow. Um, it's about the Andes flight that crashed in 72, uh, where they were up in the mountains for a while. Uh, they did a really good job on this. It, uh, came out in, uh, last year, I think. So it's, uh, I mean, you've heard this story before in a couple different forms, but, uh, the new show is really good. So, um, I definitely recommend watching that movie. Um, and the other one is, uh, if you're, I, I always miss the, uh, Kung Fu movies from like the eighties growing up on those. There's a new series out called The House of Ninjas on Netflix that does a really good job of bringing back that old, uh, the, that Western feel to the ninja and karate and kung fu stories. So highly recommend. That's a series. Uh, that's, a, I think, maybe eight episodes. But uh, it's definitely something I, I, I enjoyed watching. So Ninja, please. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the greatest video <laughs> i sent it out to, to fish he loves it um i miss that old kung fu theater stuff that's the greatest you killed my master you destroyed my only wicker basket <laughs> it it's funny that it sometimes we work so hard or these you know these companies work so hard to make something good and other times they just really hit it out of the park and it doesn't, it looks like it's effortless, you know? And, uh, it seems like it's farther and farther. And I, I think it's just, we're getting old Lala. We're getting I old, don't know. I yelling don't know. at clouds and fucking all this shit. Was, that, you know, we'd be like, Oh, it's fine. But you know, when we were younger now we're like, no, I hate it. Nope, speaking hate of ninjas it. and well, it's, it's a little bit different, but, uh, that Shogun series, I guess is coming out soon. And the early reports are like perfect ten. Oh, Shogun! Yeah, I have solid previews for that. That's something to look. Maybe for. we're moving back into the phase of the ninja. Maybe we've moved from zombies and vampires back into ninja times. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> go back I'm into the eighties, eighty style of movies with the ninjas. The ninjas were badass. I'm I'm all about the sword stuff. You know, the rumor has it there could be another Highlander movie. Uh if they can again if they can pull it off they got to find a way to do it i don't know it's a problem is if there's only one is it like a parallel universe or something i don't know find a way to you know maybe it's a full reboot and it's you know yeah. all this stuff you know i'd like to see i can't i don't know if they could be able to pull it off but i would love to see a, a big trouble in little china remake no, stop. <laughs> that movie's great stop no i love that no. movie oh actually God. i heard somebody said they're gonna do that but the guy the the other the the guy that was in it like 100 years ago was the guy the fu manchu guy who sold yeah. um like he's got to be like long dead you know yeah. um but I, I did hear a rumor about that. A friend of mine was asking, did, did I hear that? I'm like, yeah, I think I heard it. I heard the rumor. I just <laughs> I watched don't know that so it. many times, the kid on HBO and Prism and all that, whatever the channels were. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Oh, all right. Okay. I think that's going to do it for this episode of the ReaperCast. <laughs> I want to <laughs> thank everybody for being on. Thank you, Grex, Seldon, and Valiant. Thank you, guys. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was good. 
Yeah, uh, good stuff. As always, I'd like to remind anyone to stop by our forums at discourse.grimrivergamers.com to see everything we're up to, as well as to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spell out the D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. Rock on. Go download Helldivers too. <laughs>